0: Season 8 episode 26 I'm Jack And I'm Kevin And to start the show tonight The opening question is If you had to create a Spurs team To take on and beat Sir Alex's treble winning Man United side What would that team be
1: and why? That's off you go, no pressure, off you go It's it's a difficult one Because you've got to try and set the right players To combat what they were putting out on their team um, So that United side which traditionally played four-four-two formation
0: was Peter Schmeichel in goal, a back four of Gary Neville, Yapstam, Ronnie Johnson, and Dennis Irwin, mm. midfield of Beckham, Scholes, Keane, and Giggs, with York and Cole up front. Not a bad side, and oh, Solshine yeah. sharing
1: them off the bench. It's <laughs> not bad, but I still think the defence. It's not that great. This is the side that won the treble. I know, but forget. when you think they then brought in Rio Ferdinand and players like that, they they kind of upgraded them. Players.
0: You maybe argue that that they had a better side and didn't win the treble. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. But what would your Spurs team be? So these are, this is a Spurs side made up of players that you've seen play life for Spurs. Yeah. So firstly, let's start with the formation that you're going to go with to. I'm going to. I'm going to the United see. side try a bit. I'm going to play a 4-1, a 4-1. Okay, so an extra body in the midfield. Yeah, an extra
1: body in the midfield. Okay, let's start uh, with your goalkeeper then, and then just tell us who you've selected and why you've selected I'm, them. I'm going to go Paul Robinson in goal, and the only reason is for the kicking, because I want to try and catch him on the break, so I want to get the ball out of feet quite quickly. Okay, so Robbo's your goalkeeper. Uh, slightly left field one, that, considering Loris... Pat Jennings. It's purely on because he could kick the ball, and the tactic would be to try and get rid of the ball quickly down the field. Fine, okay. Um, let's start with right back then. I um, go with Cole Walker because again, a pace um, up and down—that's what you need. Um, I think that you know you've got gigs up against you. Not—I still don't think Walker's the greatest defender, but the, his pace helps him. Okay, uh, and then the other fullback. Uh, I've got Danny Rose again for the same reason. So um, two modern day fullbacks. Yeah, it's 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 difficult to compare old '80s teams with the modern teams. So I've got a lot of kind of a few more current players. I've tried to put a few older players in as well, mm-hmm. but but current players.
0: Uh, how does Danny Rose compare as left back versus other full backs that you've seen is he up there with one of the best you've seen for Spurs
1: I think he is for Spurs I've always liked Cyril Knowles now he goes back to the 70s and and he was a great a, a, a wonderful player um, why, and has, why has Rose got in ahead of him uh, just for the pace and the, it's the modern type of thing you, you don't know how these players would have got in in, in, mm. in modern eras, so to speak mm. so that's why I've gone with Rose and again with the pace and mm. I think that you know the form he showed a couple of years ago I think he's been reproducing that in recent weeks as well and then your centre half so let's have both of them uh, Richard Goff and Ledley King Again, uh, I'll, I'll always include Richard Gough, and I know. There's... So Richard Goff comes up quite a lot for people yeah. that that saw him live. He's held in an extremely high regard as one of the best centre halves that Spurs have had. One season he played at Spurs. That was all. Mm. And know.
0: what what attributes did he have? Like what what would make him perfect lead- for this? team? I think
1: leadership and things like that. He wasn't captain at the time because the great Gary Mabbott was captain. But I I think you know if you had him as a long term. You know, a quality player. Mm. It's quite similar to Toby Alderweireld. Mm. And, f- and if you said to you have a. Ledley batter, King, Ledley definitely, King. yeah. So yeah. that partnership up against York and Cole, you'd be confident. Yeah, it's that a that bit of pace in it as well. King was was quick. Even with with one knee, he was still quick. Um, Goff gives you a little bit of the height as well because you're going to get the ball coming in. He's always in the right position. The balls, you know, Maynard always used to play that, get the ball in wide and then not necessarily across the six-yard box, usually across the penalty box, you yeah. know, penalty spot and things like that. OK, so let's move on to midfield then. So you, you're playing a four-one-four-one. So who's your holding midfielder? I'm going with um, Graham Roberts as my holding midfielder because I think you need someone that's going to put their foot in with Roy Keane around. Mm-hmm. And because and of the other players, I've got a f- couple of flair players as well. You, I think you just need the, the balance right. OK, you know? so Graham Roberts sat in front of back four. And yep. if we go right to left, who's your right midfielder? So I've got, I've got Darren Anderton. I found this... Difficult actually. I was thinking of Aaron Lennon possibly. We were talking about it earlier. Um, I think Anderson again. He got enough pace, and he weren't frightened of putting a shift in. He'd go up and down, and I think you need that as well. And it just gives that little bit more, uh, a bit more of a bite in midfield centre so to speak, I think. And
0: again, the United left side is Giggs and Irwin, so yeah. you, it's gonna, you, it's gonna be relentless yeah. for ninety minutes. Giggs is gonna be running at you. I think
1: I'd, I'd fancy Anderson up against Irwin and. Alex Ferguson was a big fan of Anderson. because he, he tried to sign him on a couple of occasions.
0: Good set piece delivery as well. Yeah. Darren Anderson. Yeah. Okay. okay. central midfielders.
1: Um, definitely Gazza. You know because again he he would fight fire you know with fire so to speak. He, he's good on the tackle. He's quite aggressive in the way he played. Uh-huh. Uh, the other midfielder I thought long and hard with. I, obviously I've had to put Glenn Hoddle in because I'd never forgive myself if I didn't. But Modric come quite close just in this, for me, and maybe just, but Glenn's the best player I've ever seen, so I've got to include him So why him it. why were you contemplating potentially leaving Hoddle out of this? It's, it's a modern day thing, I suppose, the pace and that, and, but, but Glenn might not have had the pace, but he'd certainly got, you know, if you're looking at getting the ball out quick, saying about Robbo kicking it out quick, you want to, you know... You hope that, say, the likes of Roberts would, would win the ball, give it a hoddle, and then he'd look then for the front players coming mm. forward. And then off the left? He'd got to have Bowell off the left. I mean, you know, even when Rio Ferdinand was playing for Man United, we see him destroy Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. Um, he's the best left-handed, you know, left-sided midfielder I've seen at Spurs. Mm. Um, and that's why you have to include him and his modern day as well, which I think makes it slightly mm. easier. Which leaves then at at one position
0: left, which is just centre-forward. Now, you've been blessed with seeing a lot of top strikers
1: play for Spurs. But was this an easy decision? Again, it's more modern day. I think Jürgen Klinsmann could could play the role. um, And he was a quality player. But I think because of the way that Kane plays in that role, I think you've then got players coming in off of him... Mm. Again, it's more modern day. You don't know how the older players would have coped with with, with that team. You know, you you could say, "Oh, we'll have Jimmy Greaves playing up front, or uh, Martin Chivers, or someone like that." But mm. I think it's more of a modern day. You've got to be a bit more mobile. Change so your man, but Jurgen pushed him quite close. Yeah, yeah, this. very close. Yeah, it was it was a difficult one, and and yeah, I was thinking that, and you needed someone, someone who's got. Good in the air, a bit of pace. Because you, you know, if you're looking at attacking them with Anderton and Bow, you need someone who gets up there quite quickly yeah. to help them out. So, yeah. so that's why I've gone with that. It's a diff- really, really difficult one. Um, I, you know, admittedly, I didn't do a lot of prep on it. I put it through it together pretty. But childish, what I like
0: about this is that's not necessarily the best team right. that you no. would ever. But that is the side that you think would do the most damage yeah. against that yeah. treble-winning United I, side. I do
1: think that the current Spurs team. At full strength in its entirety, would give that team a really good run for their money, but probably lose three 0 No, no you know, maybe that, that I think side, just
0: that United side. I think going forward, we would cause them a lot of problems. Mm, the quality in their midfield, though, is just. I think Be- Beckham skulls King gigs. I think
1: Paul skulls is a very underrate your player I know we all love him and that and, but I think the way he used to go back and he weren't frightened of putting a tackle in and he, he'd get involved in the nasty side yeah, of the yeah. game as well of course he would and but Roy Keane's Roy Keane
0: isn't he yeah. you know? and then you think about the other players that they also had as well in that, sim, that team I mentioned Solskjaer and Teddy Sheringham Nicky Butt again massively underrated
1: midfielder yeah. he would have been horrible to play against absolutely horrible it's, it's strange when you think back uh, uh, you know when you read the team out, I thought, hmm, you know, was that the greatest team ever? Was that a trouble it? When you look at the current City team, the players have got, and you think, you know, and it proves how hard it is. You've just got to have that ability. We've, we've been criticised Spurs, and, and you just got that ability to get over the line. And I think it?
0: also a big part of it is management. Yeah. Because you say that, but like, how defensively solid were United over those years? Yeah. Maybe not so much in that season, but over the years, even with a... <laughs> Poor side, they were still unbelievable. I remember us playing them not too long ago at Old Trafford, and we hadn't won there for years long, yeah. long time. And we went there with a pretty strong team. We had Bale Modric, I think it was Bale Modric, Parker, Van Der Vaarty, it was that side, mm. Ledley in defence. And their midfield was Cleverly and Anderson, and they didn't really have anybody, anybody but John mm. O'Sham, Wes Brown at the back. And I thought I really found this to go there and get something. Lost 3 0. Yeah I know. It's It's just the power of old Trafford, wasn't it, at the time was just incredibly difficult to play against. Yeah. Um, not a bad side. Shall I tell you what mine is? Go on. So I am approaching this game with the mindset of to beat this Man United team, you've got to do two things. Yeah. First one is you have to keep the ball. Yeah. You've got that is it? if you give them the ball for large spells you're you're gonna lose and you've got to outrun them. Yeah. This is a game that's literally going to be down definitely. to it, We're going to run through them yeah, Over the top of them safe. We're going to be relentless Non-stop So yeah. I've got quite a lot of athletes In key parts of the pitch I'm also playing a 3-4-3 three, three formation Because I think that the wing-backs Are going to push Giggs and Beckham back further yeah. Which, one, which means that Neville and Erwin are going to be able to overlap as much. And that that was this United team's massive weapon. Yeah. Get the ball wide, either full-backs overlapping or direct crosses in. So we're going to stop that with wing-backs. So my goalkeeper, I was torn between Robinson um, and Loris. Now, I know I've criticised Loris a bit this season. Mm. My Robinson thinking was not too dissimilar to yours, actually. Yep. But then I thought, with the quality of players that United have got... Shooting from distance. I was a bit nervous about putting Robinson in because he got beat quite a lot of the time. Long range shots. That was his
1: weakness, was the long shots. So I've
0: gone with Hugo in goal. Um, I still think he's the best goalkeeper I've seen at at Spurs, Um, even though he's had some dodgy spells this season. Mm. So he's my goalkeeper. My three centre-backs. So on the left, I've got Tongan. In the middle, I've got Alderweireld. And on the right, I've got King. Mm. What a back three. That is... Sensational. I'm, I'm playing Ledley on the right of the three, just because I think he would be more comfortable getting drawn into wider areas. If he's got to go and engage with Gigs in a one v one, I think he could deal with that a slightly a bit better
1: than what it's quite, Toby. Quite Toby similar would. to the setup we've had with uh, Sanchez playing as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's very similar because Sanchez reminds me a little bit of Kim. Yeah. You know, so
0: that's my back three. So that is all players who are firstly out and out defenders. Mm. They put their body in the line. They're strong. They're aggressive. Great footballers as well. And the two guys for Tongan and King are fairly mobile and could, and could deal with being in fullback positions. My wing-backs are on the right walker and on the left rows. So the same as you. Yep. Reason being, first and foremost, terrific athletes. Absolutely sensational athletes. They are going to run for 90 minutes and be relentless. And up against Beckham and Gig, you've got to have that. Two central midfielders. So, these are two players that I'm sticking in the middle of the park to keep the ball. And when we win it back, because my aim is we're going to make this game as fast-paced as possible and make it a real slog. So, when we do win it back, we've got to keep it. We've got to protect possession. So, I've got Modric alongside Michael Carrick in the middle. Two players that never give the ball away. Always play forward. Modric can carry the ball through, dribble and go past people. Carrick will sit in there with a lot more defensive awareness than Modric. One of the best interceptors of a pass that uh, uh, there's been in the Premier League. Honestly, a sensational player. You don't play that many games for Man United and win as many trophies no. as you do without being a top player. Um, so they are my two centre midfielders. Then I've got I'm playing with two number tens really, but they yeah. can also you know vacate wide positions or play close to the striker. On the so my right hand right hand side ish number ten is Delhi. Yeah. For me he's, he's one of the best players That's ever played for Tottenham I, I genuinely believe that I, I think he's a sensation And guy. I think we'll look back in 15 years time Or however long
1: he's with us And think Wow This guy is genuinely one of the best we've ever had he's, he's the best young player I've seen since Gaza And Gaza goes back to 89 So he's, yeah. you know, you're going back 20 years And this is a guy that can play So the reason It is in my team for a number oh, of reasons
0: 30 years cool. Firstly goals That's what he does He gets goals yeah. He gets assists Secondly, he's got that horrible side to him. Big game player. Big game player. He won't be afraid to. If Keenan's goals are getting on it and we're struggling in the middle, he'll just go and sit in the midfield and you're telling me he wouldn't be able to wind Roy Keane up to oh, the point yeah. of a yellow card. Well, Roy Keane could wind himself up, couldn't he? So he's my he's my first one. The then my other player plan in the ten positions, Bale. Mm. Really just destructive pace. It is just terrifying. Um, so he's there to combat the United right side, which is Beckham and yeah. Neville, um, which was a, you know difficult. And again, if I've got Rose and Bale's getting out there defensively, that's brilliant. And the thought of Bale running at Neville for ninety minutes is you know there's only one winner there. But also him taking up slightly more. Neville used to struggle against Shinola, yeah. But Bale was well in this position, taking up a slightly more central position mm. and running at centre half, which, you know, when he had that brilliant season under AVB, yeah. and he was in the middle of the pitch, just dominating games. Um, and it'd be, so them two playing behind Kane would just be, I mean, what a front three that would be. And I genuinely think I think that Tottenham team, that style of play, wouldn't just beat that Surallics team. I think that team would win the Champions League. I really do. I think that is a team that has got absolutely everything. It's got goals, think, it's got aggression, it's physical, but it's got the, the quality of Modric and Carrick in the middle to just dictate play. I Sensational think, side. I think
1: if you could shoehorn Modric and bow into the the current Spurs team, then then we could win the league with that, team yeah. uh, So there we go. So we've taken slightly
0: different approaches with it. You've yeah, gone with the extra man in the middle. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Um, isn't it? I put this out on social media earlier, actually, so okay. I've got some really good responses. So Hanek on uh, Twitter... Um, he's also gone with wing-backs uh, He's gone with Loris in goal uh, Three centre-halves Of King, Sanchez And Vertonghen yep. So Noel de Verreld Which was interesting Walker and Rose Is his wing-backs Then Three central midfielders So Modric Dembele And Deli Yeah And then Sun playing Just behind Kane with his game plan, which he added... To keep the ball. To control the midfield, cancel out the wingers, outnumber the attackers, hit them on the counter. There's a There's a bit of inner football manager coming out there. That's good. That's good. That's pretty good. good. Uh, I put this out on Reddit as well. Um, so Tan V91 said, from the modern era, four two three one. Yeah. Loris in goal. Walker, King for Tongan Rose. Yeah. Modric, Dembele. Bale, Eriksen's son, Kane. He said, this team will win everything. No yeah. Deli Ali, which... Yeah. Is a slightly controversial one for me. Um, he's got Ericsson instead, hasn't he? But, yeah, I mean, it's still a pretty decent side. Um, Gus on um, Reddit said, Paul Robinson in goal. Yeah, go. okay. Walker, King, Alderweireld, Vertonghen, Rose. Yeah. So the same pack five like had. yeah. Parker and Modric. And the, the same. Scott Parker. The Bit early, of bias. Yeah. Bale, Ericsson, Kane. That's oh, a front three. OK, yeah. yeah. No idea so again. a few people okay. going for... Um, Going for wing-backs and going for that bit of aggression in there. Um, Chikano on Reddit has said, um, Loris in goal. So this is a 4-2-2-2 formation. Yeah. Loris in goal. Carr, King, for Tongan Rose as his defence. Modric, Dembele, central midfield. Bale and Ginola wired Kane and Greaves up top. And I said, one. can't leave out Ginola versus that United
1: team. Yeah, he's great, but he's a bit of a luxury, you know. He's not going to do the donkey work in getting back for you, is he? Emilio has gone with a
0: four-one-three-two formation. Okay. Loris in goal, Walker, King, Vertonghen, Rose. A very popular yeah. defence, that. Dembele, at the base of the midfield. Then Bale, Modric, Gascoigne, Kane, Berbatov. Berberthof,
1: yeah. I suppose against that Man United team, if you went through a 4-4-4 four 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 formation, four four four. Yeah, if you have got two extra players, you're guaranteed to beat them, aren't you? What are
0: you? <laughs> uh, so some great sides there um, on Facebook. Carl Woodbridge, friend yeah. of the show. Carl Woodbridge said, yeah. um, it would buy the nineteen ninety nine Man United first team squad, and then Spurs would have won the treble, <laughs> uh, and at
1: the time, not sell them, sharing them." So they so that, that 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 is a very good point because you know that was the start of. Getting rid of your better players, weren't yeah. it? You know, three and a half million quid they're solving for. Yeah. They ridiculous.
0: So there we go. There are our teams that we, yeah, it's good. we think it's would good combat that United treble winning side. So let us know what you think of those teams. Uh, and if you've got any suggestions, then tweet us at underscore Echoes of Glory. Uh, we've got one game to review, actually. Which yeah. we, oh, we all got two games to review, actually, sorry, which um, we haven't got around to doing. Firstly, is the Dortmund game, Yeah. which feels like ages ago already. What a sensational night that was! I mean, just quickly, a a quick
1: summary of how you felt that game went. I thought it was absolutely superb. I thought we played it brilliantly. Um, I couldn't believe it at half time in that game. There's a lot of people moaning around the ground at half time, and I'm thinking, you know, it's 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 a three hour match. You haven't got to win it in the first forty five minutes. You've got to be patient, you know. And any win, and not conceding a goal would have been a good result. Um, but to then go out and win three 0 I thought the substitutions that night from Potra magnificent. Everyone was absolutely magnificent, and think we didn't have Kane playing either. You know, it's unbelievable, really, absolutely sensational performance from the whole team. I don't think it was one player on the pitch who didn't have a bad game. Um, what did you think of Vertonghen playing as a win back? I think I think technically is such a gifted footballer. And he deserved to get man of the match, and he got. I think the European man of the match, didn't he, for the for for the week? week. Yeah, player of the week. Um, He was superb. And when you look at his goal, and I've I've watched the game back, where he goes forward first of all, and then we lose the ball, and then he's getting ready to sprint back, and then we win it back, and then he sprints right back into the position again. And when you think that's like you know, it's seven eight minutes to go, absolutely superb and uh, the Lorente header, I mean, that was a great set piece, you know, to- Toby Alderweireld was there, as was the dummy run, and the ball, for once, Ericsson got a really good ball in, mm. um, it was an absolute superb night, and um, the atmosphere
0: at Wembley was it was brilliant, brilliant. It?
1: it was brilliant, because it was, you know, pretty full, weren't it, I think it was seventy yeah. thousand plus, everyone got behind the team, it was a fantastic night, and it, you know, obviously, I'd be bitterly disappointed if we don't get through from here, yeah. but, It'd be great because, you know, if we can get through to the quarters, we, there's still one or two ties and you look and you think, oh, I fancy that. Tie. I think we can beat anyone. Uh, the only City and Liverpool are the two teams I'd want to avoid. I think, oh, firstly,
0: 3-0. get first. 3 nil's sensational. I was just going to say that. It's 3-0. This tie's not over. No, of course it's not. Uh, look, if you can sit there and say that you don't think Dortmund could do to us what we did to them, yeah. they could. So we've got to go out there, we've got to play well. And we go to back to get the of Milan,
1: don't we, a few seasons ago in exactly. the Thursday Cup. Exactly.
0: Know. And all these sides are top, top sides. Yeah. And if I'd have said to you before that first leg, do you reckon Dortmund could beat you 3-0 in Germany? You'd say, oh, we'd have to play pretty poorly, but they, yeah. they, they probably could. Yeah.
1: So it's not over. We're in a sensational position. Cut early goals for them, you know, opens up. But then if we get a chance and bear it, Kane will be playing. So yeah, you know, it's the case of an. If we score, we'd have to, you know, get
0: be absolutely shocking. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we should approach it by going gun ho to try and get an away goal. We're three 0 up. you be you play on the break.
1: Play exactly the same way as we played the first game. Keep the ball, silent the crowd. Don't give away anything stupid no, early red cards on, you or know. Or no red or anything cards anything like or that, pennies. Yeah. Games can change. I mean, we see Barcelona for, even throw away a free goal lead last yeah, year. Yeah, didn't we? it happens. So it, it happens. you know, for them to, you know, it, it's a strange one. And Liverpool in the semi nearly lost the free yeah. goal lead. Yeah, you know they scraped through on the away goal rule in the end, didn't they? Yeah. So fingers crossed we get the job done there in Germany. Uh, and then the Burnley game, so it was, we came crashing back down to earth with that. So yeah, we had a ten-day break, didn't we? Which is yeah. a bit unusual for us nowadays. You know, we usually play about four games in ten days. Usually,
0: yeah. I, I did a. Gr- it was a great podcast last week. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, um, it was episode titled Turf More, Yeah. But I was joined by Burnley fan and, and friend John, who's been supporting Burnley for a number of years, mm. and was just telling us about how he got into football. So it was really interesting to chat. So a different for a change, yeah. A supporter that, you know, was there when they were right down the bottom yeah. and about to go out of business to now, you know, they're up in the Premier League. So if you haven't given that a listen, go back through and have a listen to that. Um, I was confident going into Burnley that we'd get the win, you know. With Kane coming back, I just thought... I couldn't see us going there and not winning. Just, yeah. That just that's just how good we are now. That I see us winning every game we play.
1: It was disappointing. We just we just didn't play well all over the pitch. We didn't create enough chances. I don't think we was aggressive enough in midfield. You know they're going to play. They're going to be they're going to come at you. I mean Liverpool were moaning early in the season about the tackles flying in. You just got to be confident on the ball. Ping the ball around a bit in midfield. Yeah. Run them into the ground. I think Eric Dyer was a big miss. Yeah, and just that. What he brings to the
0: side So We talk about Harry Winks Quite a lot Dortmund He was sensational We probably should have mentioned How good he was Against Dortmund And those type of games Where it's A high press And it's The the real Top end Of technical football Suits him down to the ground Where he has to receive The ball under pressure And it's that kind of game He's sensational Because he can do it But then on the flip side This is a different kind of Pressure where Burnley press you the, it, they do, but they don 't just yeah. sit and defend the box, they press you high up, but they 're a lot more aggressive and physical, and they make it they make everything a fifty fifty yeah every single ball yeah. which for winks then playing in that position where he 's the pivot and needs to come and get on the ball it the game's a lot different to what it was for Dortmund, and I think these are the games where. I'm a massive fan of Harry Winks, but this is for me where you need Dyer and whether or not he's ever going to get back fit again. A Wanyama, that physical presence where you can play the ball into him and they can hold it, and it's not necessarily about having a turning match. You keep hold of the ball. Yeah. No, Dembélé used to You play it into his feet, and he just he just wouldn't lose it. He'd keep it and he'd get a little turn on, and then we'd play. It was just it. He struggles, I think, Winks in, in those kind of games that are more physical than they are
1: technical. I think what was disappointing was that. After getting back to 1-0, yeah, it wasn't a corner, but we, we nicked five yards on, on our goal. But that's what we should be doing. We don't do that enough. Um, and what disappointed me was that we didn't then go and win the game because there was half an hour of the game left. And we never looked like winning the game from then on. And, and when they scored, we, we didn't even... I mean, LaMella had a half chance. Yeah. You know, It's a shame that didn't fall um, to Llorente. Um It was disappointing, especially with Liverpool dropping points at the weekend. He did make positive subs, though, Pochettino. He went for it. In terms of the personnel, we took Winks off and put Lamella on and went attacking, and we got we just got caught on well, the break I think if you look at the last four matches I, I think Liverpool have drawn three out of the last four in the league so they've dropped six points and that's the same as losing two games when you look at it like that yeah. you know. so a tough one to take, the Burnley one yeah, because d- disappointing. I, I didn't feel like we deserved to lose the
0: game I don't think we did enough to win no. I don't really think either team did a lot no. I think both teams, especially at 1-1 were probably thinking the draw's not too sad here and there just wasn't a lot of quality in it the game. It just were not our
1: day, was it, you know.
0: Not quite. But then, um, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because when Lamella came on for Winks, I sat there and said, fair play, we're going for it. Yeah. And it's whether or not, you know, on some days do you just say, okay, you know what, we'll, we'll take, take the, the point. point. Yeah.
1: But then we wouldn't have then nicked
0: all them like, games late on that we did. So it's, it's a, it's a you, tough one, got, isn't you've it?
1: you've got to be positive, you know. If you want to be up there, it's no good, you know. We've seen, you know, you see seen Mourinho at Man United, you know. Being cautious, and you see what a difference it makes. Then they've gone a yeah. bit gun ho. We've got two games this week. Two, yep. two, fairly big games this week. Starting
0: tomorrow night with Chelsea uh, at Stamford Bridge, where we won last season. Yep. Went there and won three one. We were sensational that night. Yep. We've already beaten them twice this season as yep. well. Okay, both times at Wembley. Uh, they're in absolute turmoil at the moment. Sari's future is being questioned every single day. They played extra time at the weekend and lost the cup final. There's all the controversies surrounding Kepa and yeah. refusing to come after all That was farcical. All of that and Sarri's now come out and apologised. Kepa's come out and apologised. Yeah. It's an absolute... Uh, it's a circus. It's typical Chelsea. It's, a, it, it, it's embarrassing really what's going on. Yeah, they're
1: an, they're, they're an embarrassment as a football club. So, um, but they still get over the good, line. That's good, the good time way. for
0: us to play them.
1: Oh, it isn't. It isn't because it's one of their big games of the season. If you if you reverse roles and said that was us in that situation and we were at home to Chelsea tomorrow night, we'd be relishing the fact of playing them. Yeah. So, I, I think for them, it's a good game. The crowd would be up for it. I think if they were playing, say, Bournemouth at home or something like that, there'd be a lot of negativity. But they'll be up for this game. I tell you um, what, it it'd mean, be a, it'd be a really really hard game. It'd be a really I'll tell hard. tell you game. what,
0: it reminds me of you saying there on the flip side. Do you remember when we lost to Portsmouth in the semi-final of the cup? And
1: then we beat Chelsea and our Arsenal, and then Chelsea, didn't we, in the, yeah, the
2: following week? The following
0: week, and then, yeah. and you think about how down
1: we felt. Yeah, and and it was the win. first time we'd beat Arsenal in about yeah. for ages, were not it? It was it? the Danny Rose, yeah, the Danny Rose volley, and um, the uh, the save from Van Persie from the free kick from Gomez. Yeah, remember that. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think then tomorrow night at the Bridge? Do you know what? These two, if we get a draw tomorrow, and then win at the weekend. I think it'd be a good week.
0: So if I... Leaving Arsenal
1: out, if I offered you a draw tomorrow night, would you take that? I probably would, actually. Okay. I don't think it's about... And I think it's important if we could go there two seasons about losing, I think it's quite important. See, I don't think I would take a draw for tomorrow night. I think that this is the type of game that
0: if you want to be... Genuinely, if you want to be in and around winning the league,
1: you've got to go there and win. We can't afford to drop any more points if. The the problem we've got is We're six points behind Both them teams at the top So we need them both to slip up It's going to be difficult Maybe You
0: you genuinely You never know It's a case of Liverpool playing Watford Watford are a dangerous team They are but The the Premier League Is such a competitive league What's saying And it wouldn't be likely But Watford could go there and win Yeah And all of a sudden If Watford go there and win We beat Chelsea We're three points off Yeah and then all of a sudden we're right back in it Yeah. so it, it's really
1: but then you've margins. got the other side they win we lose and nine exactly. points behind and I think then we're, we're too far behind and then all of a sudden you're panicking about top four so it's it's so tight at the moment
0: I whilst I wouldn't take a draw I think it will be tomorrow mm. um, I think it will be a game that will go out similarly to what the first leg of the League Cup was mm. where it's two teams really canceling each other yeah. out I could see that tomorrow but we'll see Harry came back for it again, you know, like he, he was great against Burnley considering how long he's been out for. It usually takes him a few games to kind of get up the speed again, but he was right on it, weren't he? And then on Saturday, lunchtime kickoff, Arsenal at home, sell out of Wembley, that is going to be sensational. The atmosphere there last year
1: when we beat him 1 0 was just brilliant. I think, it, again, it's another really hard game. I think it's important, I mean, if we can go out and win both these games, you know, top four is pretty well in the bag. Oh, think, six, you know, oh, If we take six know, points from you know, this week, top because, three, because third's guaranteed. Oh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be hugely disappointed we don't finish in the top three this year. I mean we'd have to play really poorly between now and the end of the season, and we've got a lot of winnable games. We've got some hard games, but we've got a lot of winnable games it's as just, well. It's
0: just it's it's an incredibly tight league at the yeah. moment. Liverpool or Everton at the weekend. I know Everton are a poor poor team. That's, it's a hard game. But think back to when we were a poor side and we used to play Arsenal yeah. and at, at White Lane. All right, we didn't win many, but we didn't lose many. So it won't be an easy. Game it, it's for them. no
1: different to when we've got to play West Ham towards the end of the season yeah. at home. Yeah. That's always a hard game for us yeah. because you know they're up for it. You know yeah. it's it's. We've got a few hard games. We've got winnable games in between. We we're at Southampton in a few weeks, and they're in disarray at the moment. Mm. That you know, so hopefully we can pick up points in these games, and then like we've done all season, generally win the win, win the easy games. Score prediction for Arsenal. Three um, one. I'm going to two 0 three one. I'd I'd like to have more than a one goal win. It never so is. It, it, it never it, is. It's never enjoyable when you're there. Um, it, if you win, you can watch it back, and then it's more enjoyable. Um, hopefully, we you know, as you said, Jack, we can all get, get we'll get behind the team, and it'd be a really good. And it's nice because you know your brother's going as well. The three of us mm. are going. It'd be good. I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking forward the to Arsenal it. the Arsenal game is almost.
0: The further in front you get in the match, the more you hate it. Yeah. Because when you're losing, it's just a case of it's done. Yeah. We're not going to come back. I-, I don't have to be yeah. emotional. I can emotionally detach myself. From this. When you're one nil up or two nil up, you're thinking. We're on the verge of battering them here. The feeling is worse, but like you said, that that feeling when you play them is just—it's on another level. It's, yeah,
1: and when the when goals go in, it's just oh, we've the just noise got, is incredible. Let's hope Kachelle is fit and playing for them. Well, hopefully, you know that that that'll help us. Say that will be a massive boost um, for us. They're dangerous play. going forward. They've got some good forwards. There's no doubt about it. They always it. have been. But but then we're dangerous going forward. All we got to do is—I always say—not give away anything stupid, any yeah. s- silly individual mistakes play our game we're better than them we should beat them we'll see what happens for that one Um, Sam Biggins has um,
0: messaged us on Facebook and said with what happened with the substitution of Kepper in the League Cup final what do you
1: think Poch would have done? God I don't think we'd have ever been in that situation because I think if Poch would have called Lloris to come off for whatever reason he'd have come off and I think as the club captain I mean it it was one of the most farcical things I've ever Mm. seen I mean, I wouldn't have hesitated maybe to put the other keeper on for penalties because he's pretty good on the penalties. Mm. Whether that was their thinking, I don't know. All the city players know him, and they would have all been worried about him. Yeah. And I think psychological, that would have been a good move. Would you have then, as a city
0: player, have been thinking, "Oh, he knows a lot. Putting my pens, yeah, try something different. It's just another thing." to Yeah, think and you about, might try something a
1: bit fancier. Yeah. To me, you, you're taking a penalty if you're strong on one side, go with that side because uh, you put enough. Power on it. I mean, there were some great penalties at the The weekend. There was one. Yeah, and there were some terrible penalties. And to be fair, how good was the
0: Hazard penalty? Oh, when he knew if he missed, they were done. Just dink it down the middle. Unbelievable. That's quality in it. Um, So thanks, Sam, for that. It's time now for the We Are Tottenham Hotspur quiz.
2: We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. So, what I'll do is, I'll give you a game that
0: Spurs have been involved yep. in, I'll give you the date, and then I'll name you about half of the starting eleven I'm, from Spurs. I'm usually terrible at this. And then you, you, you can have a stab in the dark okay. over the rest of the players' work. I'll be guessing probably to midnight. So, this one is Tottenham 5, Chelsea 1. Seven Wednesday, of the, the 23rd of January, 2002. So, in goal for Tottenham that night is a question mark... So this is the semi-final. Semi-final. Yeah. In goals of question mark. Um. I mean, sort of playing right back, sort of in that game, was Chris Perry. Jesus. Centre-back, Ledley King. Yeah. Centre-back, question mark. Yeah. Left-back, Maurizio Torrico. God. Absolutely diabolical. Yeah. Uh, midfield, right-hand side of midfield... Simon Davis, yeah, Well, he was probably off the left, but anyway, um, other mid wide midfielders Darren Anderson, yeah, two centre midfielders are question marks, yeah, uh, two centre forwards. First one's Teddy Sheringham, yeah, and the other one is a question mark. So I need from you goalkeeper, centre yeah. backs, two centre midfielders, and centre forwards. And when we going back to two thousand and two? Is it two thousand and two? Wow, really? did so Goal- do you remember? Were you there firstly? That goalkeeper.
1: Night? I've got a funny feeling. No, I wasn't there. Mm. I was watching it on TV. I think it was when you two were young and money was tight and we yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. afford any additional games because I think Nae no, Levy would have been a category yeah, A and he'd no. want 30, 40 quid off you. Goalkeeper, Ian Walker?
0: Wasn't Ian Walker? It's too early for Robbo, isn't it? Too early for Robbo. This, this, the guy playing goal for Tottenham was a brilliant goalkeeper. Good at chaining. Absolutely, no, absolutely brilliant. Was at Chelsea. A real, real excellent keeper. Move on, move on. We'll come, we'll come back. Okay. we we'll come back to. Okay, it's so a centre back. So this guy was playing alongside Ledley in the centre of defence. Judas had gone.
1: He went the year Judas before. Had gone. Um bit early yeah, for Dawson I think a bit early for Dawson it was S- are we g- a bit early for Tony
0: Gardner Tony Gardner. So, Tony Gardner Tony Gardner
1: Tony Gardner here
0: you go he had quite a lot of promise as a young player but he he, he weren't great Tony he had some injuries didn't he yeah. And uh, he was a lump as well yeah. didn't he? he was ginormous yeah. Yeah. Tony Gardner so centre midfielders then
1: 2002 Seventeen years ago, isn't it? Long time ago, innit? It is it? It's a long time ago. You eight years old, Jack. Long time ago. Um, da, 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 da. I haven't
0: really got a clue. Um, um, I'll give you some clues then. So, one of the central midfielders um, has man- managed Tottenham in his non-playing days. Okay, and the other one um, is a former Chelsea player, central midfielder.
1: Goal scoring midfielder. Was it Gus? Gus Poyet. Gus Poyot's your first one. And the other one, um, so he's managed Tottenham, so it's got to be... Da-da-da-da-da. I'm just trying to think.
0: Uh... <laughs> I love it because you'll, you'll get it, but it's maybe not the most obvious. But when I say it, you'll go, oh God, how did I not get him? He was a good midfielder. He's won the Premier League.
1: Pre- Premier it.
0: League winner that's managed Tottenham. He was captain of the side when he won the Premier League. Oh Tim Sherwood. Tim Sherwood. Tim Sherwood. Tim Sherwood. Tactics
1: Tim. There in the end, yeah. Tactics Tim, yeah. Decent player, Tim Sherwood. So we've got Sheringham up front. Yeah. Um Chris Armstrong? Not Chrissy Armstrong. I think
0: 2002 Stefan Everson Stefan Everson Great yes. shout
1: Stefan Everson So that side Oh we've got to get, oh, got goal to get goal goal Goalkeeper Sorry yeah. And you said it's a, a, a Chelsea Play for it? Chelsea What after us Or before us Or After I, I think
0: I think That he left us To go to Chelsea Oh
1: my god Do you want the answer Oh it's going to give me The answer though Isn't it Go on Nil Nil Oh, Neil Sullivan. Sullivan. Oh, Neil Sullivan. Neil Sullivan. He yeah. was a good goalkeeper. Oh, go, Wimbledon goal yeah and, and, and he that, did yeah. leave us and go to Chelsea, didn't he? Yeah, I think he Yeah, he did play for them for a little yeah. while, I think. As so that side, ball. Sullivan
0: and goal. Perry, King, Gardner, Torrico, Davis, Poyet, Sherwood, Anderton. Sheringham, Everson. God.
1: And we we lost the first league 2-1, didn't we? And we battered
0: them 5-1. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and that Chelsea Crazy. team that had Gudicini, Desai, Terry, Petit... Lampard Hasselbanker Johnson that was a great Chelsea side Uh, we got absolutely battered that night just goes to show you know some days you just have your day didn't you and derbies and the crabbing behind you you never quite know what's going to happen well
1: for me that's pretty good actually I'm quite pleased 17 years ago there you go I can't remember what digestive did yesterday that and, seven Ble- years and ago.
0: unsurprisingly oh no Darren Anderton was in your yeah. there you go and Ledley as well that's the yeah. so two of those players yeah. actually ended up in your yeah, in my team, side yeah. that you're going to have to take on Sir and then we lost the final to Blackburn didn't we oh yeah I remember that that was awful um, so there we go so massive week ahead for us this week yes. if we can take six points that would be sensational you'd be happy with four I don't know if I would take four just because derbies are what, Got to be you know, at the that's weekend that's what it's all about. Have to be footage at the weekend. So enjoy both of those games. Thanks for listening. And remember, whatever happens, the future's bright. The future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs.
2: I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football. And I always thought that football was a very important game. But I never realised until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion.
0: Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world.
2: We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. (laughs) The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap, and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob. The chip, the dummy, and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick.
0: That is schoolboy's own stuff.
2: We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever.
0: Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael Van der Vaart, 2 2. It's quite a game, isn't it, always?
2: We are Jennings, Defoe, and Perryman. Glory past, glory future, what was, what is, what's next. We are Blancheflower, Flower, Ardilis, and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.